0: Chapter Nine of Twenty Two Goblins by Somadeva, translated by Arthur William Ryder. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kirk Ziegler. Ninth Goblin. The four scientific suitors. To which should the girl be given? Then the king went back to the sisu tree, put the goblin on his shoulder, and started. And the goblin spoke to him again. O king, why do you go to such pains in this cemetery at night? do you not see the home of the ghosts of the dreadful creatures terrible in the night wrapped in darkness as in smoke why do you work so hard and grow so weary for the sake of that monk well to amuse the journey listen to a puzzle which i will tell you in the avanti country is a city built by the gods at the beginning of time adorned with wonderful wealth and opportunities for enjoyment in the earliest age it was called lotus city then pleasure city then golden city now it is called Uzjain. there lived a king named heroic and his queen was named lotus one day the king went with her to the sacred ganges river and prayed to shiva that he might have children and after a long prayer he heard a voice from heaven for shiva was at last pleased with his devotion o king there shall be born to you a brave son to continue your dynasty and a daughter more beautiful than the nymphs of heaven when he heard the heavenly voice the king was delighted at the fulfilment of his wishes and went back to his city with the queen and first queen lotus bore a son called brave and then a daughter named grace who put the god of love to shame when the girl grew up the king sought for a suitable husband for her and invited all the neighbouring princes by letter but not one of them seemed good enough for her so the king tenderly said to his daughter my dear i do not see a husband worthy of you so I will summon all the kings hither, and ye shall choose.' But the princess said, "'My dear father, such a choice would be very embarrassing. I would rather not. Just marry me to any good-looking young man who understands a single science from beginning to end. I wish nothing more nor less than that.' Now while the king was looking for such a husband, four brave good-looking scientific men from the South heard of the matter and came to him and when they had been hospitably received, each explained his own science to the king. The first said, I am a working man, and my name is Fivecloth. I make five splendid suits of clothes a day, one I give to some god and one to a Brahmin. one I wear myself, and one I shall give to my wife when I have one. The fifth I sell to buy food and things. This is my science. Pray give me grace. The second said, I am a farmer, and my name is Linguist. I understand the cries of all beasts and birds. Pray, give me the princess. The third said, I am a strong-armed soldier. My name is Swordsman. I have no rival on earth in the science of swordsmanship. O King, pray, give me your daughter. The fourth said, O King, I am a Brahman, and my name is Life. I possess a wonderful science for if dead creatures are brought to me i can quickly restore them to life let your daughter find a husband in a man who has such heroic skill when they had spoken and the king had seen that they all had wonderful garments and personal beauty he and his daughter swung in doubt when the goblin had told this story he said to the king remember the curse i mentioned and tell me to which one of them the girl should be given and the king said to the goblin sir you are merely trying to gain time by making me break silence there is no puzzle about that how could a warrior's daughter be given to a working man, a weaver or to a farmer either and as to his knowledge of the speech of beasts and birds of what practical use is it and what good is a Brahmin who neglects his own affairs and turns magician despising real courage of course she should be given to the warrior swordsman who had some manhood with his science when the goblin heard this, he escaped by magic from the king's shoulder and disappeared, and the king followed him as before. Discouragement never enters the brave heart of a resolute man. End of Chapter Nine. Recording by Kirk Ziegler, Ogden, Utah. Voiceovers by Kirk. com.